Hi, good morning. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to King Worldwide. My name is Lisa. This is my dad, Roy. Okay, first off, I want to say it's really nice that um, my dad travels and my mom travel together, and it's nice that you're so tan. Okay, we're going to start off. We're continuing on our prescription or recipe for dreams fulfilled, your dreams fulfilled, what God planted in your heart, and we're on letter O. I really like the series. Good. It's very good. And by the way, we're on podcasts. We're trying everything, um, Spotify and other, we're going to make an announcement once everything is complete with Apple and everything, but you can listen to our messages on, these same exact messages on podcasts, so just search them. Anchor is where we get, have them all on. Okay. You're going worldwide now, aren't we you? We are. We've been worldwide. <laughs> Excuse me. King Worldwide. Okay. Uh, as we mentioned before, that uh, there are four ingredients, and we've covered three thus far. And uh, let me let me mention those while we, we adjust the camera here. I'm not moving. Is that the... Uh, oh, I don't need the, uh, the It's moving. But number one is feed on the Word. It's number one for a reason, because uh, the feeding on the Word is the same thing as seeking God. Because in John, it talks about God is the Word, and the Word is God. So therefore, when we, when we go ahead and take the time to feed on the Word and meditate on the Word... We're really focusing on God, and that's why that our golden scripture at the beginning says, seek first, and that's what we do. Number two, number two is to cap contamination to significantly reduce, curtail, uh, j just be aware that the natural thoughts coming in from the natural world, in most cases, in a lot of cases, is that they're contrary to God's word. And I'm going to touch on that in a minute. Or natural is just natural, and then God is in the spirit. Like, yeah, God's in the spirit, but what is being say, said in the natural world oftentimes is contrary to God's word. And then the third one's praying in the spirit. So let's start today with the scripture that we introduced last week, and that is Matthew 4, 4. And this is going to be from the Bible Basic English, BBE. But he made answer. BBE. Oh, BBE is excellent. But he made answer and said, It is in the writings. Bread is not man's only need, but every word which comes out of the mouth of God. Hi, sweetie. So, one of the things that I've done in the past is that uh, when I would, uh, when I was really organized, as I am now, is that when I would eat natural food, is that I would take time to seek God. If I had time in a place where I could get the Bible and read just a little bit, I would do it. But I tried that to be a reminder of both things. Natural food going into my body, spiritual food going into my spirit. Nice. So with God, faith is not optional because to please Him, we must operate in faith. We must operate in faith. Years ago, while advancing my spiritual development, I recognized that my faith was not total or complete because it was sprinkled with doubt and doubt hinders results. We said before, fear tolerated is faith contaminated. Well, doubt is part of the fear tree, so doubt tolerated is faith contaminated. And that's why we emphasize uh, ingredient number two, is that those words that you hear from the natural world that are doubtful, ungodly, unbelief, fear. jealousy, fear, Worry. whatnot. That's, that's contrary to God's word. 
And that's hindering faith. It's kind of like pressing on the brakes of your car. It's hindering faith from operating. So we just need, need to be aware of that. Oftentimes, as I've learned, is that we choose, we choose, well, here, let's say this. We choose what our mind is focused on. We decide. Well, but most of the, for a long, long time, I never thought of that. Thoughts would come into my mind, and I didn't know how to kick them out, and we're going to talk about that today. Doubtful thoughts would come into my mind. I didn't know how to kick them out, so they would just kind of fester and harbor. You didn't even know they were not right, actually, probably. No, not unless they were. That we were supposed to have them. Not just the natural words, but but the, the sinful words or sinful thoughts. Yeah, I knew those those were bad, but on just uh, were like uh, uh, unbelievable. If somebody says unbelievable, it never crossed my mind that that's not a God word. Or incredible even. Incredible. Say, I mean, those words you hear all the time, but they're contrary to God's word. Mm. So, but oftentimes, as I learned later, what happened to me is that I had a mental stronghold that was developed over a period of time from the ungodly world system. So, and I think most people do. The longer, the longer that one's in the world system, the older you get, and the less time that you spend in God's Word, the greater the stronghold. Or even if you're in the Word and you don't actively... Actively act on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so we're going to talk about in, in a little bit as far as how do you, if you have the thoughts, what do you do? Okay, the first thing is how do we eradicate doubt? And Lisa's going to tell you that from 2 Corinthians 10, 4 and 5. And we're going to stay in the BBE Bible this day, Bible Basic English. Okay, for the arms which which we are fighting are not those of the flesh, but are strong before God for the destruction of high places, putting an end to reasonings and every high thing which is lifted up against the knowledge of God and causing every thought to come under the authority of Christ. And then... um, I think King James it says, "Bring every thought unto the right. obedience of Christ." Right. The uh, and when stuff, when doubt and junk comes up in my mind right now, thoughts just pop, and they're going to pop in all the time because we're in an ungodly world. What would be so, an example? A lot of times, <clears throat> I think acknowledging that it's not of God is the biggest thing because a lot of times it seems so normal. Well, you know, I think probably the biggest one is worry. Is that the that's part of the fear? No one's saying I'm worrying about this, but what's happening is you're thinking you're thinking about a situation. You're thinking about a situation over and over, and that's where the stronghold comes in. Mm -hmm. And when I recognize it today, I say I cast down that imagination of worry and bring into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Right. And 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 when I do that, it's got to go, and it does go. It just, it goes, and if it lingers, you, I just say it again. Now, now, okay, we talked about how to, how to kick it out, eradicate it. Now, what do we think on? And Lisa's going to go over Philippians 4, 8. Well, the word says, think on things that are, well, that was in King James. But this one says, for the rest, my brothers, whatever things, things on, think on things that are true, whatever things have honor, whatever things are upright, Whatever things are holy, whatever things are beautiful, whatever things are of value, if there is any virtue, if there is any praise, give thought to these things. So we've talked about how to eradicate 
the un, ungodly things that yes. are out and all that. Here's what you put your thought on so you can kick it out by 2 Corinthians 4, uh, 4 5 and then kick in just some of these or one of these as far as Philippians 4 8. Now, the next step that you take is in James 4 8. Come near to God and he will come near to you. Make your hands clean, you evildoers. Put away deceit from your hearts, you false in mind. So the main part is draw near to God and he will draw near to us. He's already here with us, but sometimes we don't hear him or feel him because we're really not requiring him. We're not seeking him. We're not pursuing him. Right. And that, that just is a result of not developing the habit of doing it. Yes. So we must initiate seeking God and believe he will reward us or be good to us and here's the scripture Elise is going to give you for that, and that's Hebrews 11:6. At the very end of it is what it talks about. And without faith, it is not possible to be well-pleasing to God, for it is necessary for anyone who comes to God to have the belief that God is and that he is a rewarder of all those who make a serious search for him. Now, yes, thank you, Chrissy. So when she was dealing with some anxiety, she searched these scriptures for three months. And she had to resist anxiety with 2 Corinthians 10, 5. Right. It's, it's doable, but it's a job, and I'm sure she'd attest to it. Well, it's a job because you're breaking a habit of the other way. That's what it is. It's, it's just like if you're in a boat or something, or if you're out on, on the water or a lake or something, and you're going against a current, or you're swimming, you're going against a current, you've got to put forth some effort or some power in the boat motor and the water more to go to to go through it. Right, and the more you do it, the easier it gets. But you have to do it if you want to be a victorious Christian. So, we must believe, and I like, read that at the very end again of 11.6. You're the one that taught it to me. Yeah. <laughs> he taught it to me in this this version. No, but I mean. That but, God is a rewarder yeah. of all those who make a serious, who make, yeah. who make a serious search for him. That doesn't just mean a devotional every day. It's right. a serious search, and it, to each person, it's different. Yeah, but see, here's what, when I learned this a long time ago, or, or the, the other, I learned this scripture, but through another translation, is that when you go to God and you petition to him in the name of Jesus, what you like to have in its accordance with God's word, and you speak God's word, he is a rewarder, or he answers your prayers it's already been answered, yeah. quite frankly. But but you presented it to him, and you are assured through Hebrews eleven six that he's that it's a done deal. Yes. That, so yes, it's already done. Right. It's already done so, when we live with him. So, as Lisa said in eleven six he in said, Hebrews, we know what you just read. We must believe that God is everywhere. We must believe He's real. He's not, Huge. not some fantasy Yeah, we're not waiting there. for something to happen. He is. And we must invite God into our lives. That's why James 4, 8 is so important. We, we draw near to God and he'll, draw, he'll come to us. But he, he's not going to initiate coming to us. He's already done it. I mean, he's trying to pursue us, but he, can't, he doesn't mix with natural. Right. Natural junk. So we've got to go to him. But when we go to him, he mm -hmm. is elated to go ahead and reciprocate coming back to us. Yes. And as I said, we must invite God into our lives so he can teach us his ways. And here is a scripture to tell you about that. And that's Proverbs 3, 5, 6, 7. Oh, I did 5, 6. I didn't do 7. I apologize. No, I missed six, 6 is fine. Okay. 
Put all your hope in God, not looking to your reason for support. Ooh, I like, not looking for your reason to support, for support. In all your ways, give ear to him and he will make straight your path. So the one we're familiar with is trust in the Lord with all our heart. Right. Lean not on our own natural understanding. understanding. In all our ways, acknowledge him. And he will direct our path. Acknowledge. Right. That right. means paying bills, right. going to school, right. our assignment. Acknowledge him. Like, what are we supposed to do? And not don't even lean on what we think, no. right? Well, and that's the, that's the biggest transition that I've had to make over the last few years is that not lean on my own thinking, my own natural thinking. Or what worked thinking. before. Or well, your experiences of what works before, right? Yeah, and, and I'm going to give you a great example that nobody knows anything about. Lisa didn't know anything about. Our director, Sally, my yeah, wife. Yeah, that's on the outline. It's not on my outline. No, I just... I knew there was extra lines for a reason. I just put, uh -huh. I just put it there this morning. That's good. This I like it. when I was preparing. I like and it. That the, uh, and, and so in every decision, what we do, in every, if you just picture, in every decision, stop. Every. Seek his way. Seek his advice. And that's why, as I mentioned earlier, the golden scripture for this ministry, King Worldwide, is Matthew 6, 33, because it says, Seek first the kingdom of God. Seek him first and his ways and all in righteousness. And all these things will be added unto you. Now, let me, this is probably the most uh, exciting example that I've given you thus far this year. I think they're all exciting to be honest. Well, they are exciting, but this one, this one is kind of uh, over the, this was, this was a notch up. For you. And for me, and that, and that's how the Lord works, is that he blesses you at a level. We think, we think it's going to be a big level, but he blesses you at a level, and he sees you're faithful. He blesses you at a higher level and keeps on going up. Glory to God. So here's, here, here is the example is that we have beside our home at the lake, uh, we live on the lake here in North Carolina, and we have a private clubhouse that we built uh, just for our family and guests and all. And it's pretty cool. We got a full kitchen in there. We got uh, his and her bathroom. We got a shower. We got a pool table, exercise equipment, all this kind of stuff. And uh, I noticed recently that in the outside storage room, there's two doors that go outside, and and I noticed recently on the left hand door. It is getting closer to the right-hand door as far as hitting at the top. And I noticed last week particularly, this, this is taking place over a period of time, Notice last week is that, uh, it, matter of fact, it was overlapping, and you had to raise the door up mm -hmm. the left one in order for it to close. And the my, my dad, he was a machinist, and he was very good with his hands, my older brother got all that DNA from him, and uh, mine is en route to me. So, uh, so what I did is that I wanted to go ahead and correct the door so I could shut it. You all know the truth. And that that night, I think it was Tuesday night, I, I got I got in quiet in in my prayer room, and I went to God and I said, Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask you that you will reveal to me how to go ahead and correct this problem with this left outside door. I believe in your word, which says, my God supplies all my needs, desires, and wants according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. And that I know you hear me, and because you hear me when I speak in accordance with your word, I know that I have the petition I presented to you. 
at that moment, I believed that I was going to be told what to do to correct the problem. You were certain. Yeah, I, there's no doubt. Because I've said that enough is that my belief has gotten gotten higher and higher. So that, I think, was Tuesday night. And then on uh, the next morning. And you let it go. I let it go. I didn't think about Did it. Did any thoughts come in that you had to cast out? Nope, not, okay. in, not in this particular case. And some in the past they have. And so the next morning, uh, when I was doing my morning med- meditation, is that um, I, thank, I thank God as far as him. I, I, I said, Father, I thank you for all the goodness and the blessings you provided to me and my family. And I thank you for hearing me. And I thank you. I put you in remembrance of your word. And I thank you for honoring your word as far as this particular door to get it get it fixed. Now, let me say this. A lot of people would be able to fix this door by themselves by just natural because they've done it in the past or they have the skill, they got the intuition or whatnot. But in the past, that has not been a great asset of mine. So that's why that, unfortunately, <laughs> that's why that it was, it was pretty cool in that I had the opportunity to totally rely on it. And so... I thanked him for it. That was the big thing I, I wanted to mention is I thanked him for it. So good. And uh, uh, e- even, even though in the natural, nothing had been done, not in, not in my thoughts. Now, after I said that, he said, all right, get a new hinge. All right, I knew how to do that. And so went to a big box store and got a new hinge. And in the afternoon, as I was walking over from our house to the clubhouse, mm-hmm. I prayed in the spirit, totally prayed in the spirit, and thanked and appreciated, grateful, thank you, etc. You still didn't have the exact, you just get the new hinge, but you didn't know exactly I had what the hinge, what you're saying. I had the hinge and nothing this else. This is total faith. Nothing yeah. else. So, as I got inside the clubhouse, it might have been, maybe I was getting a little nervous, I don't know, but I said, Jesus, I can't do this by myself. Holy, thank you, Jesus. I need your help, and I thank you, I thank you, for honoring my request last night. So I went in there, and uh, he said, take off the old hinge. I understood that. And attach the new hinge, the side to the door jam first. Okay, because You are that, hearing the exact way to do it. You know. uh, step by step. Blueprint, that's how yeah. he taught me, for sure. Step by step. He said, put, put that in. Now, the, at, that, at that particular so time, is that, um, well, let me say this. The day before when I, when I was there, I think it's Tuesday after whatever day it was, is that I tried to push the door so that I could close it. And I, and, and I could, but it still hit. So, but the old hinge was still connected. So he said, put on the new hinge on the door jam first. I said, okay. He said, now, uh, Go ahead and push the door without the, the door hinge on, the door hinge on. Push the door and see if it'll, if it'll uh, clear. I mean, push the door if it'll go back and it'll clear. And when I did it yesterday, the day before, I pushed it with all my might. And it just, I mean, it would. So I did that. And then I saw where that it would clear, even though I didn't use as much power on the door. Now, here's the next step he said. He said, get a pencil or Sharpie or something, push it in, 
And I remember saying that. I said, Lord, I'm not sure that I can push it in my shoulder and left arm and mark the spot through the hole on the hinge. But I said, I'll do it. So I pushed it in, and it wasn't as hard as it was the day before, made the spot. Okay. Here's the next thing he said. He said, get, get a punch. I know what that is. Get a punch and go ahead and make an indention on that spot where you put it inside the hole. Now, what's interesting is that uh, my dad's, uh, I mentioned he was right. a mechanic, is that I had his tools. His tools <laughs> are located in that particular storage room, and I've got mine in, in our garage, but his storage room. So I knew, I knew his punch that he used to use when he worked. So I took it. And I went ahead and didn't have to hold on to the door, to the door and made uh, made an indention in, right on the spot. Now, I, I, soon, I, I realized later in a, in a second why he had me do that. He said, now the next step is get a small skinny nail mm -hmm. and go ahead and screw it in where you made that indention. Then I said, okay. So I did that. Then he said, go ahead and get the regular nail, which is pretty thick. Go ahead and get the regular nail, mm -hmm. push the door in, and then go ahead and reach around with your right hand and go ahead and screw it in. I've got an electric gun, so I'm going to use that. Drill or uh, yeah, drill. And so uh, uh, I remember I hesitated right there because pushing it in was hard to hold it and then to reach around and to, and to go ahead and, and screw the bolt <laughs> it's in. so good. So... I pushed it in, and it wasn't wasn't quite as hard as it was yesterday. Mm -hmm. And I reached around, and I put the screw in in that bottom hole, and that's where, he, of the four, he said, put them in the bottom one, and I screwed it in there. And uh, he said, okay, now uh, shut the door and see if it clears. <laughs> and I shut the door, and it's just one of the four screws are in. I shut the door, and it, it was perfect. Perfect, better than it ever. It was perfect. Perfect, as if it had been manufactured that way, or somebody knew what they were doing when they did it. And uh, so, the point. Oh, here's the other point. Probably for the next fifteen or twenty minutes, I could not recall what I did. Hello, thank I, you. I thought about thank you, Jesus. it. I said, now, now, what did, what, what did I do? And it was. Just, I was kind of like in a daze, in Holy a maze, Spirit. in a daze, or whatever Holy you want to be. And and now I did later on the day. I remember those those steps, but I didn't write then, and that really caught my attention. <laughs> and and here's the other thing too is that so good. I said I'm gonna tell this story to give God glory. Yes. Now, in John fourteen thirteen it says Jesus says, and you'll remember my steps. Whatsoever you shall ask in my name, that will I do that the Father may give glory to the Son. And then next verse 14. If you ask anything in my name, Jesus, if you ask anything in my name, I will do it. And that's exactly Thank the you, sequence Lord. that I went through with faith and no doubt. Not any glory to me. I'm just a servant that's being used as following his word. And that's why number one ingredient is feed on the word because you feed on it enough is that you're going to learn it, and you're, it'll come to you as you need it. And when you do that, boom, you're this walking is the so door. so huge because this is why the liar did not want you to get this. Because you have been very successful in life 
based on the Lord. Using human reasoning. But you did with the Lord as well. Right. And you were obedient. He okay. honored that. And then he wanted to take you to a next level. And there was a, there was like a, what is this? Like a rubbing. Because it was hard to transition from right. what he taught you to now. Right. Rely totally. That's what I learned from it. Rely totally. Right. And this is the first time I've heard you say, remember we used to do directions and you right. say, well, what's next? What's next? Right. What's the, right. what do we do? And the Lord and, taught and, us to do. And, and the statement, what next? is what you're trying to do in your own mind. Right, or fear that if you don't know, you're going right. to mess up. Right. And we learned this. Remember Millie, we call mm. our Google. Right. When we we used to travel, we would say, let Millie, that was one of our tests, let Millie tell it, trust the Google app. Right. If it's wrong, it's wrong. Trust, and because it doesn't, t it, you can go to the directions, but we learn to, re that's how you rely, one step at a time. And right. you learn to rely, right. we've all learned to rely on one step at a time. And it's, isn't it most glorious? It was fun. Because it can't ever be more perfect when it's, yeah. unless it's Holy Spirit. Right. It yeah, was that fun. was so good. Okay. Glory to God. Love have, you. Thank have you. a good day. Okay, see y'all.